welcome to the Essential Self-Care Podcast, where we talk about all things self-care for those of us who are, let's face it, too busy for self-care. It's time to bring that same compassion that you offered everyone else in your life to yourself as well. In this podcast, you'll hear real life stories of how self-care transformed people's lives as they were going through life's storms. You'll learn practical, actionable tools to begin the self-care journey yourself as well. Because like I always say, small changes make a large impact. I'm your host, Dr. Sheetal Ajmani. I'm a physician, best-selling author, and the founder of Radiant Living Institute, where I guide people to get unstuck and learn to live radiantly again. Through my signature program, Reclaim Your Radiance, you'll reclaim your worth, renew your energy, and restore your happiness in your life, career, and relationships. To get started, download your free guidebook, Six Simple Yet Powerful Steps to Create Your Radiant Life at RadiantLivingInstitute.com. Quick disclaimer before we get started, the information in this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not medical advice. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific situation. Now, let's get started. Today, I'm really excited to welcome Astrid Henry to the Essential Self-Care Podcast. Astrid and I first met a couple years ago through a mutual friend, Jessica. Shout out to Jessica, who was actually a colleague of mine and is one of Astrid's best friends from PA school. Astrid is a physician assistant of cardiothoracic surgery at St. Francis Hospital in New York. She also happens to be one of the early participants in my signature program, Reclaim Your Radiance. Actually, Astrid was in one of the first group cohorts that I ran of the program back in 2021. And today she's going to share a bit about her self-care journey with us. So welcome to the Essential Self-Care Podcast, Astrid. Thank you. And thanks for having me. And yeah, excited that we're having this time here together. (laughs) Of course, it's always so much fun to chat with you. And I'm so excited to share our conversation today with our listeners. So what I want to dive into today is what was going on in your life back in 2021 when you decided to join Reclaim Your Radiance. Now, obviously, we were still deep in the pandemic at that time and you work in healthcare. So I'm pretty sure that had something to do with it. But I would love for you to share in your own words what you were going through at that time that you decided to join Reclaim Your Radiance. So as you mentioned before, we were pretty deep into the pandemic. And so just during that time, I started to really realize that I really needed to take care of myself because I had to be at my best self before I could give the best care to my patients. And even well, before the whole world kind of shut down, so to speak, I was kind of on this pathway to creating the life that I wanted to have for myself. And I had just committed to making my love life a priority, making romantic relationships a priority. And that meant putting myself out there and doing things like dating. And then the world was like, ha ha, that's how I felt. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) nice, but you're going to stay inside your house for a while. So during that time, it was just a good opportunity to delve deeper into time with myself. And I had just kind of started to look more into practices such as meditation and breath work as tools for myself. So that's, those are some of the things that I turned to for myself during that time. And then just before I came to the Reclaim Your Radiance program, I had done this breath work and meditation workshop for some of my healthcare colleagues, because those were tools that really helped me. And I just felt like we really need to encourage taking time for ourselves and restoring ourselves so that we're not being depleted in this time that we're caring for others, especially with everything else that was going on. And so that's kind of the journey that led me to you and our our time together. 
Yeah, absolutely. So what I'm hearing is definitely you were experiencing a lot of stressors through the pandemic, obviously, like like all of us were in many different ways. And then especially also working in healthcare. And then also, you know, you had made this decision and commitment to also prioritize relationships and dating, but then everything shut down and we were all stuck in our home. Right. So, so that changed a bit as well. And you also were already on this path of starting to realize and know that you need to take care of yourself in order to show up as your best self at right. work and for anyone else. And so you were already sort of started on that path of personal development and also looking into some of these mindfulness practices. And it was around that time that we met and I was launching another cohort of Reclaim Your Radiance and you decided to join. So at that point in your life, what would you say that the journey this program took you on? So at that point in my life, I feel like this program really gave me practical tools and methods to just make it an everyday thing as far as like, what do I want to do with my time? And it kind of just helped me realize that all the answers were inside of me. Like, hey, like I, I have all this at my hands, basically, like I can create the kind of routine that I want to do for myself, for my own mental health. I think that was it just kind of like putting things more into practice. And then being mindful of consistent practice, which is something that I still kind of <laughs> had to work on. So and even now, I feel like being my human nature, human nature in general, that I haven't always been consistent with those things that I found for myself that okay, this is helpful for me. And this is what I want to do that this is what's going to make me feel at my best at my happiest, but I can still go back and say, hey, let me get into action and let me go ahead and go for a jog. And it doesn't have to be like a mile every day for the rest of my life, but it could just be, all right, I got up today and I went for a run, you know, whether it was 0.25 miles or 0.75 miles or whatever, like I moved my body with that intention that I want to get up and move my body and I did it. So that kind of thing. It's just like, it's always there in the memory bank that I, I, this is something that I can do that's available to me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I always talk about this idea of, you know, building your toolbox and that you may not need all of the self-care tools that every single moment or in every season of your life, but building that toolbox so that when you do need it and having that self-awareness of which tool you can pull out at, in any given moment. And that's kind of what I'm hearing here as well as, and I know we worked on this together quite a yeah. bit, the whole <laughs> idea of the consistency, because you, like many of my clients and listeners also, we, and, and myself, let's face it, I'm recovering from this as well have that sort of like all or nothing mindset, right? And one yep. of the things that I really encourage in my program, and I would love to hear your feedback and take kind of when you first heard me do this, because anytime I have clients in this program set goals for themselves with regards to their self-care goals, I always invite them to make those goals even smaller. And my thought process and approach to that is that we tend to be very high achieving individuals already. And we're used to setting really big goals in life, in our career, in our relationships, all, all of the above. But when it comes to self-care, a lot of times we can set these really high goals of like, I'm going to go run a mile every single day of the year. 
Yes, whether it's raining or snowing or (laughs) and then when we miss like a week or a few days, it's like, well, I missed that. And we can be really hard on ourselves. And then, you know, that sort of defeats the purpose of of self-care. So which is supposed to be something that helps us feel good about ourselves and helps us function at our best in our daily lives. And so chunking those goal self-care goals into smaller, very achievable goals, what that does is it helps to allow that to become a habit. And also there's this idea that success builds upon success. So you just, you start to do it, it starts to feel good and it starts to kind of naturally fuel that momentum. So I know that was something we had worked on quite a bit. I'm curious just because uh, I feel like often when I invite people to do that the first time, there's this sort of pushback because we're not quite used to it. How was yeah. that for you? Yeah, it can still kind of be that way sometimes because honestly, before getting together to talk or even like thinking about having this conversation, I was like, well, what have I been doing? And oh my gosh, like back then I was doing all this stuff and like, what have I been doing? Have I kept up with it? And and then I was just like, ah. So actually, like I I was saying, like I was feeling this kind of doom and gloom sense at some point with the weather changing and like I'm not going to be able to go outside and do all this. But I kind of just turned to, okay, like getting myself ready for this conversation. Well, I wasn't feeling like I was doing the best that I could be doing. So I made a little journal, like a little note for myself. And I wrote, okay, what times is the sunrise in the morning at one of my days off? And I said, I'm going to go outside and run and I'm going to go... I don't know, get my car checked, do these little things and then just make the little list. And I went out and I did it. And that was day one in a long time. And then a couple of days passed by where I didn't do those things, you know, but then I kind of remembered like how good it felt to get back into action. So I did it again. And up to the point that I've been talking to you the past week, I ran, I had a five day in a row streak, which I haven't done in a really, really long time. And then I took a day off and then I ran yesterday after I had a little time at work. And I was just like, okay, like, well, that felt good. And then so it's just kind of like giving myself permission, I guess, to do a little something and feel good about what I did do instead of beating myself up for what I haven't done. So it hasn't been something that's always in the front of my mind, I'd say. But then as I think of like having this conversation, I'm mindful of that. If that yeah, makes sense. <laughs> absolutely. And that's huge. You know, giving ourselves permission to do the small things, the small amount of, of self-care, whatever that looks like. I know for you and going through the program as well, movement was a big one mm. and, you know, giving yourself permission to do that, even if it's in these sort of bite-sized pieces, like you mentioned earlier in our conversation that you went, you know, and you did like a quarter mile, you know, and it felt good. Right. And that's what you were able to do that day. And just giving yourself permission to do that, even if it doesn't look like your quote unquote ideal version of what self-care would look like, but knowing that giving yourself credit for what you are able to do. Right. Even if it's just beating yourself up for it. Like you right. Or even if it's just those times where I if I wasn't very active, but I have a very busy work week, it's okay. I'm doing my skincare regimen and I'm staying consistent with this and like just letting myself celebrate even those small little things of self-care, you know? Yeah, so absolutely. <laughs> and that's something I often say is that we're often doing some form of self-care on a daily basis and we might just not realize it, right? Like you mentioned your skincare regimen or an example that I often give is like brushing your teeth or just taking care of your your daily hygiene. And so, so often we think that we need to do something really big or extraordinary, 
to feel like we're taking care of ourselves. But sometimes it's really actually just that mindset shift and that perspective of, especially when you are really busy, as many of us are, and having those really busy weeks, busy work days of just noticing what you are already doing on a regular basis. So I know that also going through the program, Reclaim Your Radiance, also led to some pretty big sort of just general perspective shifts and mindset shifts. And so can you describe some of those for me? So for me, also being that deep into the pandemic was the mindset of realizing like, okay, this is life now. And who knows how long it's going to look this way. And kind of like, who knows if it's going to change, how it's going to change and realizing that we still had to live life, you know, and I still had to make those things happen that I wanted to happen in life. However, it was going to happen. So for me at that time, with the commitment I had made to focusing more on my relationship, romantic relationships, it was online dating, like dating on Zoom, like doing video calls with people and just kind of practicing being open in that way and like sharing in the way that we could share if we couldn't necessarily be out there in person. And so it was it It was just kind of like the mindset shift of there's always going to be a something that comes up. So I couldn't just sit and wait for something to change in order for me to make life what I wanted it to be for myself in that moment. I love that. I love that. There's always going to be something that comes up. Absolutely. And I hear that often. So often people will tell me, well, I can't do such and such right now. I need to wait for a time when my life is going to be less busy or less stressed. And the fact is, if we do that, we just keep waiting because there's always going to be something. And so it is kind of, and that's what this program really does. I feel like in many ways is it gives you an opportunity to pause, not that you're pausing from life. You're still, right. I mean, you went through the program, you were still going to work. You were still working through the pandemic. You were, you were doing all of the things. And in fact, a lot of really big unexpected things happened in your life, which obviously we don't have to get into here, but you know, personally that happened during that time frame too. And you continued to, you know, live your life and go through that. And, and I remember even when those really big personal things were going on, you still showed up for the group calls and you're like, you know, this is, even though I'm going through this really hard thing, this I've like committed to set aside this hour for me to show up here. Uh, And I really remember that. And so, you know, life continues to happen, but taking those moments to pause and reconnect with yourself and get really intentional with yourself and how you're moving forward and the actions that you're taking on a daily basis is really what one of the things that I feel like this program really does. And I remember that being the case for you at that time too. And another thing that I remember you saying towards the end of the program is that a really powerful piece was that it really helped you reconnect with parts of yourself that you had long forgotten. Oh, can you share a little bit about that? One thing I have had very often and throughout the summer I did often was my living room dance parties. (laughs) I love living room dance parties. Just myself in the mirror. Yep. I still do those as well. I just did it yesterday. I'll probably do it later today. Yeah. It's good for the soul. And the little things like just the cut flowers in my dining room and, you know, just looking at the beautifying the environment and doing that little thing for something that I really love. I don't know if everyone, if anyone sees my Instagram or Facebook, I have any variety of uh, flowers that I've taken pictures of. So just those little things that I can do for myself. And that's something that I 
kind of have just been I had been more mindful of since the program. And every now and then just the good like cooking myself a good meal and really sitting and enjoying and being mindful. And just yeah, just realizing I I think of your story about the the musk, the deer with the the musk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah realizing yeah. like all those things that the the magic that we have inside of ourselves. So, I think that's sometimes I would veer away from that and and I know that's one thing I'm like tearing up just thinking about it. You know, just realizing that the thing that we have inside of ourselves that we sometimes the thing that we are trying to hide from other people is exactly what someone out there needs to experience. So I don't know, just like kind of been more mindful of find being my sharing my authentic self with others. Gosh, I have so much going on. It's <laughs> making me starting to tear up. And- Oh, oh my goodness. Um, so, so much going through my mind right now. So with what you just shared, you know, I, I recorded an episode and released an episode a few weeks ago about vulnerability hangover and that idea of just kind of like sharing some parts of ourselves that, like you said, sometimes can be hard to share, but that might just yeah. be something that helps someone else on a really deep level as well. And then going back to the story of the musk deer, I'll kind of go in reverse order, I guess. So then going to the story of the musk deer for our listeners, what that story is, is that there's this musk deer that uh, lives in the Himalayas and the musk deer went searching all around for the source of this fragrance. And the musk deer has this fragrance on his forehead, but he went searching and searching all over the Himalayas for the source of this musk fragrance, not realizing that it was within him the entire time. And so that's what Astrid was referring to. It's it's one of my favorite stories to share. And just a reminder that often we're looking all around us, external to us for the source of our happiness, not realizing that it's within us all the time. And then some of the practices that Astrid shared, and I remember the cooking the meals that was <laughs> during the program two years ago as well. So I'm excited to hear that that's still something that you remember and do and practice and the flowers. So those were all practices from our mindful eating, the food and digestion module, which is module four, where we really bring in some of these Ayurvedic concepts. Ayurveda is the ancient medical science of India. It is a holistic uh, system of self-care and wellness practices and habits and routines and really a way of being and a way of engaging with ourselves and the world around us. And one of the key concepts in that is really about that we need to process and digest everything that we take in through our five senses. And so, you know, being really mindful of what you are allowing yourself to take in through your five senses. And so one example I often give is of having fresh cut flowers in your home, just bringing in that beauty, you know, visually the aroma, just all of that, the texture, bringing that into your home as an example. So I love that you shared that that's still a practice that you are doing as well. Thank you so much for sharing more about your journey and we're both like tearing up yeah (laughs) well what would you want someone to know who may be considering investing in themselves in this way you know whether through this program or in another way of just at least prioritizing their self-care and you know what would you say to that person also who's like I'm too stressed. I'm too busy for this program or to prioritize my self-care. What would you say to that person based on your experience? Well, just investing in yourself is 
always a great investment to make because it's one that has many, many returns and not just for yourself, but for everyone around you. You know, it's just that all those returns, everything that you get back, you can give to others and just make such an impact in your life and everyone else's life around you. Because I feel like a lot of the times too, those people that are like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so this and that. You're so busy trying to extend yourself a lot of times to other people, whether it's your family or the people you work with or whoever, your pets or, you know, your home. But it's just that there has to always be something to give from. So it's important to pay yourself in that respect. Yeah, absolutely. How has this and these practices helped you in that way with regards to how you're interacting with others, either personally, family, friends, or at work? So I realized that I always have something to return to. Or for instances, I can see if I am not acting in a certain way. I kind of can notice if I'm not coming from my best self or the times where I am. I There's kind of like this instance sometimes where I feel like I have to, I have in the past, or I felt like I've had to put on the mask and kind of like just put my, my best show of myself forward. And I'm able to realize in those times where like, okay, I need to take a step back and just recharge myself so that I can be my true self and my, my true best self with all those, all those others around me. So I, I realized with this program, I always have something to go back to that helps me do that. And it's like taking those quiet times and the times that I'm not, it's when it's not moving my body, it's being still sometimes and, you know, taking that breath and just taking the time to think about all the things that I need to think about or not think about anything at all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's this fluidity between that, right? Finding stillness and finding movement. And there's this fluidity in that, that we can flow with through life. And that's something that, that I talk about in the program too, of this kind of finding alignment. And that I talk about with Ayurveda, that it really allows us and gives us a framework to flow through the different seasons of life and what we need. And I know we mentioned this a little bit earlier too, what we need during different seasons of our life can change. And sometimes that's some stillness, that's sometimes that's movement. And there's just so many different ways that that can look like, but really cultivating that self-awareness so that you start to recognize what you need in that moment. And it sounds like that has continued to hold true for you. And it reminds me of something else you said. I think I remember if it was like a podcast that you had done in the past that you shared with us or had us listen to. Um, But that's something that's resonated with me for the years and that I've shared with others is that idea. I really like that idea, too, of alignment versus balance, because sometimes I feel like that the balancing act. So I feel like I've shared that with others a lot, too. It's just like finding that alignment. And sometimes, yeah, it's doing the things that I need to do that align with me and what I need in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And what she's referring to is, you know, I often talk about, you know, when we think of balance, I think of like a scale with sort of two sides where you're trying to balance the scale. But what happens is even if a feather lands on one side of that scale, then it's going to be off. So where we're constantly talking about finding balance, we're seeking this almost unattainable goal. And so that's constantly going to leave us in a state of frustration and disappointment and a sense of lack. But if we think of it more as alignment, as how can I flow through the different seasons, realizing that life is always changing, that there's going to be ups and downs, and that that's just the nature of life. So how can I 
be in alignment so that I'm flowing through all of those changes with ease and grace. And so that's what that's what that uh, Astrid was referring to there. So thank you again so much for sharing more of your journey and your experience with us, Astrid. I was wondering a couple things. One, if anyone wants to reach out to you and just connect with you, where can they reach you? And then also, I know you wanted to share a project that your father is working on as part of his self-care journey. <laughs> you could share more about that as well as we wrap yeah. up. So I am on LinkedIn. Um, my full name is Astrid Henry, A-S-T-R-I-D-E, last name H-E-N-R-Y. And so that's a, probably one of the easiest places to be able to find me and reach out to me in my inbox or which whichever way is convenient. And yeah, just my father's project. I think one of the things that also I can say I stems from this program is just celebrating with others, just celebrating things that come up to celebrate. Why do we need a reason to celebrate? So my dad has been working on this project and he has always been very passionate about just sharing the culture of Haiti and sharing music and just all of the beautiful things that there are to show in the light and when there are a lot of things that are going on that maybe don't have so much light. So he has this website and it's called HaitianMusicZone.com. And he recently has put a lot of work into it. And he's created this space where he shares articles now. And there's a blog section where people can engage. So he's always like telling me, hey, check out the site, like tell your friends. <laughs> so like he wants people to go and enjoy the music and kind of read about some of the history that there is. There is really a really rich history. And I'm just hoping that we can find more reasons to celebrate that. I love as- it. I love it so much. And I, I took a peek at the website yesterday. It is amazing. And so I am going to drop Astrid's LinkedIn link in the show notes, as well as her father's website. So definitely check that out. Thanks again for being here today, Astrid. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a positive review, and share this episode with someone you know. And remember, your free guide, Six Simple Yet Powerful Steps to Create Your Radiant Life, is waiting for you at RadiantLivingInstitute.com. Download it today.